Hey everyone, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we're picking up in this incredible story, John chapter 9, where Jesus has just healed a man who was born blind. This man has been blind his whole life. And now there's some debate over what uh, what the identity of Jesus is. There's some debate over whether Jesus should be able to do this or not. And, you know, he did this on a Sabbath. And so there is a contingent that believes that Jesus is clearly a sinner because he's violating these man-made laws that have to do with their Sabbath keeping. And so now, John chapter 9, verse 17, where we're going to launch into today, they, the religious leaders, they, they start to ask the man his opinion. So let's look at this text. Verse 17, it says, So they said again to the blind man, what do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? He, the blind man, said, you know, he, he is a prophet. Jesus, he must be a prophet. Well, the Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight. So they, they're saying, maybe this guy wasn't really blind. Maybe this is a hoax. Maybe this is a, Jesus is just pulling a trick on us. They don't believe it. And so then they bring in his parents. This is until they call the parents of the man who had received his sight and ask them, is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. Now you might be reading this and think, What's well, an interesting thing for the parents to say? Why are they... Why do they distance themselves so quickly from having any really, really any information whatsoever? Well, the text tells us. Verse 22. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews. Now, this is not that they feared the Jewish people as a whole. This is they feared the Jewish leadership. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be the Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, uh, he is of age. Ask him. Now, this is the, this is the tension. This is the, the crux of the matter. Jesus has declared that he is the light of the world. Jesus has made it so that light shines into this man who was born blind, into his life. Jesus is proving that he is the light of the world. Jesus is demonstrating with his signs, with his miracles, that he is, in fact, the Christ. The Messiah, the King, the long-awaited Messiah that the Jewish people have been expecting for centuries. Jesus is showing them that he is in fact this person. But the religious leader, they resist this greatly. They resist this so much so that they have already written, written Jesus off and they've already said if anyone trust that Jesus is the Christ. If anyone believes that Jesus is the Christ, he is to be put out of the synagogue. This is this is basically meaning that he will that person will be excommunicated. That person will not have any part of the religious and communal life that exists within that Jewish community. This is basically saying that if someone believes in Jesus and that they are the Christ, they will no longer be welcome here. They will no longer be part of our community. They will no longer be part of the family. They are they are cut off. So you can kind of understand the 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 blind man's parents and their fear here. They, they, they have the potential of losing all of their friends, 
all of their economic opportunities because much of that economic opportunity would go away if they were put out or cut off from the synagogue. They, they, are, they are facing the potential of their life being radically transformed in an incredibly negative way if they align, even, even if they're, they're kind of adjacent to their son who is now saying some very impressive things about Jesus. Their son is saying Jesus is a prophet. They're like, well, we're not going to go that far. We don't, we don't want to be included with that. We're not going to touch that at all. They're terrified. This is the, the bullying tactic of the religious leaders of the day. And this is really the, the same reality that exists for Christians in our world. There are places in our world where if you trust in Christ, you will be cut off from your family. You will be cut off from your community. You will cut, be cut off from your mosque or your synagogue. But what about in 21st century America? Well, we have a lot of freedom to be Christians, but we actually live in a world that's more and more what's been called a negative world. There was a, there was a time in our history where being a Christian was viewed as a positive thing. And then there's been a time in our history where being a Christian is viewed as a neutral thing. Like, oh yeah, you're a Christian, I'm not, but you know, it's, it's okay, we can coexist. But more and more so, being Christian is viewed as a negative thing. You were looked down upon. You were considered to be the person who is, who is backwards in your thinking. The biblical views of the world, the biblical worldview in terms of creation and morality, the biblical worldview and things when it comes to things like marriage and when it comes to things like sexuality, all of this the world looks at and they say that Christians are, they're not just wrong, they, they are evil. And so then to say, I trust Christ, I follow Christ, I align with Christ, I live for Christ, this means that you have the same potential that this man who was born blind that his parents were facing. In the moment, they, they distanced themselves from Jesus. In the moment where it was costly, they, they made it very clear they, they, they had nothing to do with Jesus. This brings me to the ancient way for our modern day. Because I imagine that some of us, as we're listening to this, as we're reading this text, there are some places that following Jesus is costly for us. There are places at work where you will have a worldview, a biblical worldview that will not be popular with your coworkers. There are family relationships, there are friend relationships where if you have a perspective that says Jesus is the Christ, he is the Messiah, he is the King, he is the Lord, to say that is costly. And so our ancient way for our modern day is, is a reminder that following Jesus is not a promise that says life will work well, everything will be easy, and that uh, everyone will like you. <laughs> Instead, following Jesus is, is a call that, that recognizes the world hated Jesus. And because the world hated Jesus, you are no better than Jesus. The world will, the world will hate you. We're going to hear these same exact words later in John come out of Jesus's mouth. Uh, but today, this is this is just this reminder that that we we have to make this choice. Do do we stand with Jesus? Are we willing to align with him regardless of the cost, or do we distance ourselves from Jesus? 
these questions. These questions are the ancient way for our modern day. They are the reminder and they are the encouragement. And the encouragement really comes from remembering who Jesus is and what he's done. Remembering how much you gain by trusting in him, even if it costs you everything. This is the ancient way for our modern day.